Now, our universities are turning into whatever the opposite of a boys' club is. The percentage of domestic uni students who are men has fallen to 39%, which is an all-time low. Chris Whelan is the CEO of Universities New Zealand. Hi, Chris. Hi, how are you? I'm well, thank you. What's going on here? Well, it's part of a longer-term slow trend, but um, over the last sort of 15 years or so, um, we've seen about a 3% further drop from what was already quite a large uh, disparity to this 39%. And there seem to be probably two main factors behind it. One is um, it's a large gap at university entrance level, so um, not enough boys are getting university entrance and therefore able to come through to university. But secondly, uh, over the same period, we've seen a massive drop in youth unemployment uh, from about 17% in 2012 to just under 10% uh, now. And there's jobs for boys to go into, and that's what they're doing. Are there jobs for girls to go into? Well, obviously not to the same rate when you look at the statistics. And, um, you know, we're seeing, you know, huge disproportionate numbers of young boys going into trades training and we're not seeing anything like the same number of girls going into I don't. That. I don't believe that, do you, Chris? I don't actually believe There are jobs for everybody. It's just that girls are making the decision to get educated and boys aren't, don't you think? And I think that's certainly part of it and it's mm. a good long-term investment. Um, you know, what we know is that um, for any three years post-school training or education you do, whether it's becoming an electrician or an accountant, it's going to pay off long term. Uh, and there's not a heck of a lot of difference. I mean, you'll, you'll always get more with a postgraduate degree than you will with a trade. But if you end up in a trade employing other people, uh, you're going to do every bit as well. The key is getting that three or so years of post-school um, training or education. Do you think that perhaps part, I mean, this has been a move around the world, right, to try to include girls more in the education system and sort of gear it more towards them so that they succeed. Have we gone perhaps a little bit overboard and now it's difficult for boys? Well, it's hard to say. I mean, at the end of the day, we've got such high levels of employment uh, that, you know, probably, you know, you ask your typical um, person two or three years out of school, whether male or female, they're going to go, well, there isn't really a big problem here. They're kind of doing what they want to do. The problem is the counter-cyclical one, when you suddenly end up with very high youth unemployment again, and you end up with a whole lot of um, young boys being tipped out on the street without jobs, what do they do? And um, That's, that's going to happen, isn't it, Chris? I mean, if we have got a situation where even at the, the final year of school, there are more girls than boys, then we know boys are dropping out throughout the schooling, so we're going to have a problem with male unemployment. Is correct. And, um, you know, we're seeing uh, similar trends in other countries overseas. And, um, you know, you read reports, for example, in the US of, you know, a real concern around social cohesion. Young, um, you know, young males, unemployed um, you know, who are just not participating in society and, you know, who are dis, you know, disproportionately represented in, uh, you know, extreme um, groups, uh, crime and so on and so forth. And what are we going to do about it? Well, I mean, ultimately, it comes down to just giving young people really good advice. Um, you know, we... <laughs> Chris, come on. We... If this was the other way around and it was girls who were in the minority and boys who were in the majority, you wouldn't say that, right? We'd be, we'd be doing all kinds of things to try to sort it out on behalf of girls. So why aren't we doing the same for boys? Well, I think the key is going to be, ultimately, we need to be encouraging everyone in this day and age to basically get as much training or education as they can. The world has changed a hell of a lot. In the last 25 years, we've gone from a third of all the jobs in the economy being knowledge worker jobs to just 
um, just about two-thirds. So a massive change. And if you want to be participating in that economy, you need to be getting that training or education. What's going on at Massey? Because if you look at the percentage of female domestic students for each university, it's the highest at Massey at 68%, which means what there must be 32% boys. Why? I can't honestly answer that, but what I know is every university um, you know, has a slightly different profile of courses that it offers. But so I thought Massey was doing all the kind of Boise stuff. Am I wrong? I thought Massey was like the farming things and, you know... Uh, that's certainly its background, but it's like every modern university. It's now got a massive, you know, performing arts. It's doing a heck of a lot of commerce and business. Um, right. You know, it's got, it's got a, it's you know, it's a very, very large university now, and its agricultural side is still important, but it's only you know a part of what it actually offers. All right, Chris, thank you for that, Chris Whelan, University's New Zealand CEO. Ninety percent of parenting is just thinking about when you can have a break. And when you do take a break, enjoy the Parenting Hangover podcast. They go together like a tutu and jandals. We've said from the get-go, we ain't parenting experts. No. But it's cool to hear, what is your neighbour doing? What do they say? A problem shared is a problem halved. Oh, that's good. Not that my children are problems, or a, but I feel better talking about it. The Parenting Hangover with Clinton Jordan. New episodes every Thursday on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.